0: Another episode here on the No Idea Channel. We are coming to you live from the No Idea Studio and we are super excited for this podcast and we would really encourage you wherever you get your podcast from whether it's Apple whether it's Spotify, whatever it is, we'd love for you to subscribe. Make sure you go to our YouTube channel as well. It'd be awesome to subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can watch this episode as well on our YouTube channels. And today we are super excited. We have a special guest sitting between uh, Adam and I, this handsome man by the name of Joe Swanson. Joe Swanson is the owner of Gold Standard outdoors and so we're going to get into that uh here in a couple minutes but first uh we are super excited we're going to do a summer recap uh, of what happened this summer we're going to talk about our whitetail hunting season updates as we're in the middle like we are in the best part of bow season right now we're going to talk about hunt of a lifetime and then get into some nice ice fishing rods with joe so a
1: lot of people are going to be wondering why we're podcasting right now and not in the woods in the woods got the south wind that
0: i need I was in the woods this morning and nothing? saw a nice, no, I saw a lot of bucks, no, two bucks. So yeah, it was we'll,
1: good. we'll get to that. Yes. We'll get to that. Yes. All right. So Aaron, back to your summer trip, um, you documented most of this trip that you had on YouTube. So make sure you go over and check out the YouTube right channel, here. check it out. Um, and you can see all the episodes from that trip, but Aaron, tell us a little bit about this this big trip you took over to the west coast of the United States.
0: Yeah, so I uh, took a sabbatical, a much needed sabbatical this summer from church, which was good, and we have a sprinter van, and the five of us, my wife and our three kids, we decided to take this uh, three and a half week road trip out west, and so we basically hit up 14 different states, over 7,000 miles, 12 different national parks, and of the uh, 22, 23 nights, we only paid for camping three nights. We boondocked everything. It was so awesome. It was, I loved it. The kids were done after two weeks, but my wife and I wanted to keep going. So it was the greatest thing ever. We loved it.
1: How did that van smell um, <laughs> after day 18 sucked. or 19? Dude, it
0: was bad. It was it was really bad. Word is
1: that you were the worst, though. I was the worst.
0: <laughs> there was a there's one night where, where yeah, we were gonna we were just gonna boondock and we decided no, we had to hit up. Um, I, I cannot for the life of me stand koa campgrounds i think they're overpriced for what you get anyways um that's a topic for another podcast so we decided we splurged we stayed at one just because i needed a shower they're like dad you need a shower so yeah <laughs> that's was awesome. awesome
1: but you came back all rejuvenated ready to go right
0: yeah pretty much it was awesome our two two highlights were i think um it was zion national park hiking the narrows that was awesome And then for me, it was in the middle of nowhere. We boondocked one night. We literally, uh, in the middle of uh, Nevada in the desert, we just pulled off the highway and we camped, like about two miles off the highway in the desert. We woke up. It was so cool. There were snakes. There was mountains around us. It was really awesome. So that was my two highlights of our our trip.
1: Awesome. Yeah. And then we get back and we just finished up... um, A pretty big campaign of ours, about a year, year and a half ago, we started our campaign for Hunt of a Lifetime, and Aaron, um, I wasn't able to get away from work, but you were able to go up and um, kind of put the bow and the finishing touches on our Hunt of a Lifetime campaign. Can you fill us in about that?
0: I got. You can watch the video here, um, but here's a picture of me handing uh, uh, Game Warden Jeremy Perry uh, a check for $1,400 thanks to all of you. Uh, viewers, uh, subscribers who purchased one of our Hunt of a Lifetime t-shirts, we were able to reach our goal. We set the goal at 1,400, um, and we were able to deliver the check and allow them to continue on. Or just really, I mean, they're going to be fine without our 1,400 because the core group of people that were there were just awesome. And so they had two youth hunts, or two youth come and hunt, and they were successful with a doe, uh, a buck, and a bear. It was a really tough hunt, though, for the bear because... The acorns were plentiful, and the bear didn't have to move very much uh, to eat. So it was awesome. And we just want to thank everybody who purchased a uh, a T-shirt. And we still have T-shirts left. You can go to uh, noidear.tv, and you can uh, continue to purchase a a T-shirt, and proceeds will still go to Hunt of a Lifetime. So we really, really appreciate everybody's support and buying that T-shirt. It was awesome. All right, so we are also in the midst of the best part of bow season. Right now, I've been getting out, getting out a lot. I had my opportunity. I had my chance. I had a 10-pointer 10 yards from my stand, and I blew it because I was looking the other way. And by the time I noticed him, we were playing that peekaboo game. So it was a great opportunity. It's exciting to be in the woods right now. Adam, how much have you been in the woods? Haven't gone a bit. All right.
1: You know a lot of people, and you have, you know, we've talked about this before. It's access. I got to drive two hours to get to a spot I can hunt. And you can drive 15 minutes.
0: Okay, but you're getting out this weekend. Hoping to. You are intentionally getting out.
1: Where we're located, we need a south wind, and everything south of us is all private land and the lake, so I need the wind to come from the south to push the scent north into the public land and hopefully draw something down. That's what happened last year. I had a um, day just like today where it was a little bit warmer and had a south wind and put the scent up, and he came charging in within a half hour, and... Just a big boy. It was the one that we had on our Spy Point Flex uh, video review. Um, yes. He was the big boy on there, and I hit him in the neck and never got him. Joe, our neighbor up north, got him. But, um, yeah, that was – so I haven't been out yet. But it is the rut, and, it, and that brings up the big rut debates. Everybody seems to be an expert about the rut. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of philosophies.
0: To me, it's just get out when you can get out. You can't shoot anything from your coach. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh. Ooh. Put that one down. That's that.
1: That. <laughs> Write that one down.
0: Yeah. Write that one down. Yeah. Do you have any big I mean, philosophies,
1: Joe, on the rut? Or I don't. Like I agree no. with them. Just
2: hunt when you can, and I don't think there's a bad date <laughs> in the rut. So. That's it. The you, rut happens when it happens.
1: Do right? you
0: ever do you get do you get in with like for instance we, we tried the the hemp cotton rope you know to create that artificial like you know licking kind of thing. Do you do mock scrapes? Do you do any scents?
2: I really should. I haven't got into awesome. that yet. But I I put down dough and heat, but that's about it. That's about it? Yeah.
0: And uh, successful with it?
2: Um, I haven't had a lot of time with playing football the last five oh, years, yeah, yeah. so yeah. um I'm finally getting back into bow hunting this year and um it's, it's a blast to be out in the woods. I love yep.
1: I love playing ball, but you have a go-to scent? You're we're big into wags. Pretty big into wags. We've had some pretty good luck with, with that, and I think this weekend I'm gonna take that up with me. Is there a particular brand or a something you like there's not i haven't found one that i've really played around with a ton but cool
0: so speaking of getting off of work to hunt this weekend adam Mm -hmm. you're getting off of work for the uh gun deer season here in wisconsin this is like a first for you hunting
1: has always been a very big family tradition and we've dad kind of taught us everything that we know and don't know Um, and all those things it, going back to coffee cans with charcoal briquettes. Yep. you know, learn that from dad. I don't think that's the best way to, you know, conceal yourself in the woods, but, um, dad's getting up there, you know, and it's, it's that opportunity to be able to just spend more time, uh, help him out, help him be able to hopefully as a successful hunt last year, he had carpal tunnel so bad, but he's had surgery since then, um, that he can get out this year. So, um, yeah, I got a couple of days off and normally I don't get get that normally i can only hunt about three or four days during the gun deer season but this year will be a good five or six days total so yeah I'm it's pretty a full
0: family affair mom your girls come up my kids come up mom's there mom's, mom's, a, mom's that's a, camp a cook. game changer yeah
1: that is an absolute game changer. mom's a
0: camp cook uh we're establishing our own traditions now in our what is it about a six seven eight year cabin that we've owned this thing something like that since 2015 yep. yep so it's been awesome are you thinking about camp menu already what's for dinner
1: yeah, I've been thinking about that. I'd love some feedback from our yes. listeners. If you got some comfort food, perfect camp food. I mean, we've had everything from shepherd's pie was a big hit. Ooh. Yep. I uh, I mean, goulash is always a big hit. But eventually, comfort foods do get a little... It's like, by about Wednesday, I'm like, oh, just a salad would be nice.
0: Yeah, so if you're listening and you want to share with us what your go-to deer camp... Uh, dinner is and want to share it with us we would uh that would be awesome we could take a stab at it and maybe uh make it this year yeah uh, do something live that be a ton uh, of fun. from the boneyard
1: what Does other food be... i mean jerky's a must yep you gotta we did the chocolate covered raisins or in yep. chocolate covered peanuts yeah i do a, a ton of that but the jerky's always gone by noon on saturday
0: huh. yeah especially with our kids now yeah that's
2: did all they eat venison jerky or
0: yep okay typically nice. venison jerky but when, when we, we haven't got, have not have when we haven't gotten a deer in a while it's uh we kind of have to go and uh uh do something a little bit different but we'll take
1: eye of the round and we'll shave it really thin and kind of make our own and do you, got, you have it? a deer camp or yeah we got a cabin in turtle lakes so. oh nice yeah yeah <laughs>
0: turtle lake our producer's from there got, really yeah
2: You're from turtle lake he's from turtle lake <laughs> wow that's really <laughs> yeah. cool he's small la- world
0: he's a laker huh <laughs> that is awesome all right so joe swanson owner of uh why don't you introduce your company what is your company and what's it about and um yeah
2: yeah so gold center outdoors uh my brother and i started off we grew up in osceola wisconsin uh, about an hour and a half from eau claire and um i started when i was about eight nine years old and my brother was 12 and uh, my neighbor was a school teacher, and he taught a class on how to build rods over in the cities. And um, like I said, I was eight, nine years old and I absolutely hated it. I could not stand it and I was not good at it. I uh, remember showing um, his son the first rod I ever built and I held up the rod and uh, like half the guides fell off. So it was just <laughs> not good. Um, but over time, uh, it's, you know, a lot of friends and family started buying rods. Uh, I started, you know, doing product testing for myself. and came to school uh, here at Eau Claire and uh, played football. So didn't have a ton of time, but our season was canceled um, during COVID. And so all of a sudden had a ton of time on the hands, um, started posting more on social media. And next thing you know, it kind of took off and everybody wanted to get outside during COVID obviously. So it worked out really well and um, just been Ryan and just finally graduated and uh, do that now and it's been a blast.
0: Did you go to school for like I mean now that you're a small business owner did you go to school for business?
2: Yeah I went for marketing and sales okay. and then yep. um, did a little bit of entrepreneurship as well. So.
0: Okay gold standard outdoors. Yep. Uh, were you primarily did you start off with making ice fishing rods or was it freshwater like uh, big rods I see salt water as well
2: yeah we um, started off by making a lot of open water rods uh, we used to get seconds from St. Croix um, so that was huge you know being 10 12 years old couldn't afford a, a factory first a really nice uh, you know 50 to 100 dollar blank so we were getting some inexpensive blanks and started playing around with that and then um, just worked our way up but I, I didn't start building ice rods uh, more than ten per year until COVID, actually. And mm-hmm. I was convinced by some customers. They said, "Yeah, you build some great open water rods. Why don't you build op- uh, ice rods?" And finally, I started doing it myself. And um, next thing you know, we've sold like, a couple hundred, three, four hundred by now. So <laughs> it's been oh, wow. it's been a lot of
1: fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely amazing. And in, in, so tell us, you told, touched on a little bit of how you st- started with the blanks and all that kind of stuff, but your unique craftsmanship, is there something about your, the aspects of your rods other than just the tender, loving care I'm sure you make them with? But like, what is the what is the aspect of your rods that separate them that, that you believe separates them from other poles? Yeah, so
2: a lot of companies claim to be custom out there nowadays. You can go to Shields or you can go to yeah. wherever and buy a quote-unquote custom rod <laughs> they um, slap
0: custom over everything <laughs> yeah, don't
2: they they do yep. yeah yeah exactly so one thing that we really like to take pride in is truly being custom for example like an open water rod if you're 6'4 or you're 5'6 you're not going to be using the same handle length you're not going to be using the same you know every single detail so we like to tailor it to each individual customer okay. where you're going out and buying these rods from even some custom guys like i said and they don't do that exactly so we like to tailor it to exact every customer
1: so when 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 people if they get to your website or they if they're looking at this you have you obviously have a custom aspect but then you have some standardized rods that you can just go on and drop them in a um in a cart and check them out and have them delivered that type of thing or yeah so we've sold
2: Uh, this is our biggest seller right here. Uh, This is called the alpha noodle and everybody seems to love the red, white and blue, obviously. Um, This one glows in the dark. Uh, The handle (laughs) does, the blank does, the white wraps here and here and here. Um, These white wraps glow in the dark as well. So let's just say you do a lot of um, fishing after dark. If you want that tip to be white so it glows in the dark, you can have that glow in the dark. If you fish a lot during the day, you wanna just have it a little bit more visual. you can have that rat. Right. you can have it half and half there's just so many different um options so
0: holy cow yeah that's so this is so we, i'm holding a, the elephant alpha noodle correct yeah. right and it's a 36 inch yeah. so i'd be primarily fishing what with this
2: yeah so i personally like a little bit longer rods just because you have a more control but um a lot of people like we we build 28 32 and 36 so if you're fishing in a shack um or a little more old school a lot of people like Um, 28 to 32 which is there's nothing wrong with that Um, like i said i like a little bit more control and i do fish outside a little bit so this specific rod this alpha noodle is um it's got a lot of backbone but it's got an extremely sensitive tip so um it's my favorite panfish rod i remember when i started building ice rods i i contacted the um I can't think of the word right now. Um, I contacted the owner of the Blanks, and I said, hey, I'm looking to build a spring bobber rod. And he said, you're not going to want to build a spring bobber rod. You're going to want to try this out. And long story short, I haven't built a spring bobber rod since. (laughs) It's just like a built-in spring bobber. So um, people use this for walleyes. I've actually targeted walleyes with this on Red Lake. You can use that as like a dead stick rod. You know, the fish are finicky, even.
0: I'm already getting like the twitch, you know. Do you hold it like this? I do, yeah. see everybody hold them on the YouTube videos? Yeah. Oh, my God. Sweet. So you got... um, Let's see here. I want to share with people. If you go to goldstandardoutdoors.com, there you'll find everything that you need to know. And you can order up custom-built ice rods. You can also uh, uh, open water rods as well. But I love the... (laughs) The coolest thing is the name. The name How of the that, poems.
1: That was what I wanted to ask. So we got we got the Alpha elf noodle. We got the yeah. elf and
0: noodle. We got the gill getter. Yep. The gill getter. <laughs> I love that one. The perch popper. Um the walleye reaper and the Whippersnapper. snapper. So do you pay somebody to name them for you?
2: <laughs> I just kinda ask around and brainstorm and one time, <laughs> so the whippersnappers are a router releasing here. Actually, it's technically not even released. So it'll be it'll be coming out in the next week or two. But um, anyways, I just kind of asked the customer, and I said, hey, I'm looking to build uh, you know, a thinner version of this Alpha Noodle. I love the Alpha Noodle, but some people are asking for a little bit lighter. And they said, how about the whippersnapper? And that's what my my brother and I used to call each other um, when we yep. were young. So um, we went with the whippersnapper. Speaking of my brother, he is part of the business he's uh we own the business 50 50 out, what's his name ben
0: ben okay okay ben swanson as well shout out to ben well that man so So, how many what's your what's your top seller do you i mean is it is it uh open water is it ice fishing
2: uh since we started building ice rods like i said the Alpha Noodle has been a huge seller. Um, we, I don't have one in front of me right now, but we have the Perch Popper, which is a medium light, and that's a great red red lake walleye rod. And then, um, as well as the Walleye Reaper, those are those are our primary rods that we sell. And then um, I've kind of sneak peeked the Whipper last ice season a little bit, and everybody that's tried it out just says they absolutely love it. So,
0: what do you? Uh, the only way to get these is through your website.
2: Yep, we, uh, we're in. Um, we're in one bait shop right now just south of Mille Lacs. It's called okay. Prince Bait Marine. And then we're just focusing a lot on online. Um, we can, like, like you said earlier, we can cu- you can customize a rod on the website. So everything, this rod has three different wrapped colors. Um, you can do any three different color combinations you want. You can do probably a dozen different blank colors, handle um, types, we do full grips as well. So there's really kind of endless possibilities.
1: And that all goes for open water rods, too. I mean, you You—you salt, you have saltwater rods, too. I mean, you sell it all? Yeah, we, um,
2: we do some inshore rods as well. My brother is in the Air Force, um, and he just moved from Georgia, and so he was getting some um, some coast fishermen, and they wanted you know redfish and trout rods and things like that. So we do build some light um, saltwater rods as well, but we primarily focus on... Um, open water rods and ice rods and we build musky rods fly rods and try to do a try to stay as custom as it gets
0: yeah what's your busy season I mean you said ice fishing but like is everybody ordering now uh, being it's, it, it's in the 20s now at night and I've noticed some ice being <laughs> being yeah. made and so, and so forth but like is winter just crazy chaotic for you, or what?
2: People like to wait until there's actually ice <laughs> on a lake. They're like, they know they want a rod, but they just decide to wait. So sometimes yeah.
1: it's frustrating, but yeah. Um, and then they want it now. Yeah. So if you want if you're listening and you want a rod from Gold Standard Outdoors, do order it now. now. Do, do it now. It now. Because I be only, nice to Joe.
0: I only ask because does, do, are you able to get out and enjoy the sport?
2: I am yeah we've got a red leg trip that I'm that we've got planned that I'm really looking forward to and like I said my cabin's in Turtle Lake for a deer season I bring up the, the rod wrappers and the blanks and I build rods when I'm not out in the deer yeah. stand and so you got to do what you got to do
0: nice yeah. did uh if someone would have told you 10 years ago that this is what you would be doing what I remember, would you have told them no,
2: I remember in college thinking I do not want to build rods I mean <laughs> I'd, I'd I really enjoy building the rods, but I didn't realize how much fun it would be in meeting guys like you, and I don't know, there's just so many different doors, uh, doors that were
1: open, so.
0: Yeah, well, we have no idea what we're doing, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can learn a lot, because I just go and like, farm and fleet, and it's like, oh, yeah,
0: that one yeah. looks cool, that that,
1: that one that one's pretty. <laughs> I saw your Barbie rod you are using. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Barbie <laughs> rod
0: and a nice pass, but I'm, I already have an idea for, uh um, uh, this winter. I think I'm gonna order up a custom one and then we can review yeah, it on we, the ice. Abs, That'd be cool.
1: Yeah. So what little side topic of it though, um you guys don't do reels or anything like that, but do you have a preference in a reel? Um yeah I or I've something the... that pairs well <laughs> with your
2: <laughs> Yeah um Cheese I used and to wine what's that?
0: Cheese and wine what yeah. pairs well with your rods. <laughs>
2: I used to love uh, Fluger. I think it was the purest. It was, um, what? It was kind of a white or tan and red, and it really looked well with, uh, l- matched nicely with this rod. Um, they, I think they stopped making those. I've been a huge fan of the Pissy Fun reels. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of those before? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're for the price. I too. just like
0: saying it. Pissy fun. I,
2: I, and I've been told we're saying it wrong. I got a buddy I, that's <laughs> done some work with them, so... I, do,
0: I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I bought it.
2: Yeah. You have one, huh? I do have okay. one, but it's
0: not like their high-end one. Because okay. they make some really nice ones.
2: They do, yeah. Yeah.
0: But I see, Adam, they also have custom fly rods. Hmm. There's even some fly rods on here. Do you
1: fly a fish? We say we do, but it's been... I mean, it's been 15 years since I have. Okay. But... That was, you talk about traditions or memories of, of family and fishing. That was dad on Nelson Lake in our little yeah. boat, our little yep. tri um fiberglass boat, and he'd be smoking Swisher Sweets and fly fishing and Three just months. catching crappies left and right.
0: What, um, <clears throat> what's your warranty on these?
1: um so with our
2: ice rods knock on wood but we have not had like any problems with them they're extremely durable the one thing that can go wrong is um you know if you leave it in your rod case bent a lot of you throw it in a bucket it's it's not going to be perfect when you pick it up but um if you take good care of these these things should last a lifetime so nice
0: and what um how long does it take to make one
2: um you know I, i try to kick out 10 20 at a time in terms of we start with gluing on the handles um, and then these fancy whining checks that are 3D printed. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I try to glue up 10, 20 handles at a time. Um, that takes about 15, 20 minutes per handle. I wrap, uh, try to do one day where I just wrap all rods and then you epoxy it and I put two coats of epoxy. So to answer your question, probably two, three hours per ice rod.
0: Per rod? Yeah. You have three hours in that thing?
2: About yeah, it depends wow. on it. Depends, Depends on how many rods I've done that day, but.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's easier to when you get set up. It's easier to pump out more. Yep. Gotcha.
0: So, what does your wife think? Is she a big ice fishing person?
1: <laughs>
2: um, I'm getting her into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's not a fan of the cold, but I, I think.
0: And got what else? You got?
1: Um, I don't think I have anything else. I mean, I'd love to go out fishing with you sometime, Joe. I was thinking about that on the way here. I'd like love to bring you guys out fishing. In.
0: Our biggest thing is finding fish.
1: Yeah, we just We're don't not know where best. to
2: go. Oh, I've, I don't have an ice boat, but I know how to catch fish. So
0: Yeah, or just ice fishing. Like, True, we yeah. just We just kind of, oh, there's a bunch of huts <laughs> over there. Let's just go over there. Yeah.
1: So. And we don't really have, I mean, if summer open water fishing is five people on a pontoon a to with bobbers or wacky rigs yeah shout out to brayton Brayden, <laughs> that, that was fun though. Yeah. yeah that was yeah. that was a ton of fun catching all those bass i saw that video that was a fun one
0: well thanks again um again it's uh, gold standard outdoors and you can go to goldstandardoutdoors.com um, as he said get your orders in now it's already cold ice is right around the corner so if you want to um, you want to get it have that rod ready to go order now he's a busy guy very busy guy so thanks for thanks thank for stopping by thank you very much for us. having me this it was is a lot really of fun. awesome yeah um i just man just how three hours per rod
2: it's crazy yeah That's it's fun. fun it is it it's better fun. be fun something i usually like to tell people is I don't, you know, mass produce rods. I like to be as custom as I get. So that's what keeps me saying. If I was building, you know, 100 red, white, and blue rods, I would probably go crazy. you go but,
0: crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. But
2: yeah, okay. thanks again for having me get on. Um, yeah. yeah. Where, where else? I mean, you have the website that we've
1: plugged. Are you on Facebook, Instagram,
2: we YouTube? Yeah. Uh, we're just getting the YouTube channel rolling, but we're on Instagram. That's where we do a lot of our posting along with Facebook. And then we're on TikTok as
1: well. So. Okay. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's cool. So you go. Go check them out on all those socials. Um, again, thanks for being on. This is a, an episode that's been long in the making because we haven't done anything since Bimbo.
0: No. No. We're going to try. Life is happening. You know, the kids, uh, work, life gets in the way. But we're going to try to do this a lot more. we got some ideas. we got some things coming up. We're hoping to go live from our deer camp. Uh, we'd love to do that. Give everybody a, a grand tour of the Boneyard Lodge. Uh, to see you know, just to see where the fun happens where our kids just think it's the most magical place on earth. They do. They think it's, it's awesome. Special. Uh, you got a little toy, not a toy, excuse me, you got a little you're big into smoking and smokers and pellegr oh I mean not pellet no, not pelle girls, but you went out for your fortieth birthday. You turned forty and you bought a pizza oven.
1: Yeah, not the, just
0: any old pizza oven. The
1: Oni Karoo sixteen. Yeah, uh, true wood fired and charcoal fired.
0: Yep. So we're gonna fire that up, do a review. Maybe? I got it pretty dialed in. We should do one up at the deer camp. Ooh, so I'm thinking that would be cool. Um, we got some. This is this is um, this has been a topic of tension between my brother and I. I've become very addicted to first light gear. Um and my brother is a Carhartt guy, so he's been giving uh, me crap Dickies. about it. But Dickies. Dickies, it's just yeah, Dickies. Dickies. So we got some first light reviews. I've ordered some uh clothing to come. Um I paid for it too, so it'll be an honest review. And then Adam, for whatever reason, is just you are you are obnoxiously excited. I'm more it.
1: excited this year about ice fishing than I am deer hunting, bow or rifle. Okay. I'm just excited
0: yeah so we hope to get out on the ice and do some episodes as well Mm -hmm. let's go fishing
1: yeah let's do it
0: let's go fishing so again thanks everybody for watching it's been awesome again if you haven't already uh we'd love for you to subscribe to um our podcast subscribe to our youtube channel as well it helps us out so much and if you learned something today and enjoyed this give it a thumbs up uh as well thanks again to joe swanson and the gold standard outdoors all right okay
1: good talk
2: Thank you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's do it again, ready? <laughs> you say see you out there. K. We'll see you out there. <laughs> okay, ready? Okay.
2: Good talk. We'll see, see you out there. <laughs> Boom. There we go. No idea.